Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. As America's alpha male in chief, it is incumbent upon me to guide you in the alpha male cigar lifestyle. And that includes enjoying fine cigars. That includes rolling the dice going out to Vegas. It includes steaks on the grill. It includes enjoying dames. It enjoys includes enjoying cars, boats, planes, our gadgets, our spirits, and our wine. And lieutenants, today I have ventured from the cigar city to the wine capital of the world. I am in California, specifically the People's Republic of California. But we are in an enclave that is 100% cigar friendly. We are at the B.R. Cone Winery, Glen Ellen, California. 100% certified cigar friendly. And the reason you hear the Doobie Brothers behind me is because the founder of B.R. Cohn Winery, Bruce Cohn, was the manager of the Doobie Brothers. And still is. Still is. Still is. I was going to say, and the voice you just heard is Dan Cohn, now the president and CEO, and this winery founded 40 years ago, and the Doobie Brothers still around, still being played. And it is a pleasure to come from the B.R. Cone Winery Tasting Room in beautiful Sonoma Valley, People's Republic of California. Dan, the president and CEO of B.R. Cone Winery. We know each other a long time through our good buddy, Rocky Patel. And it is a pleasure to be here in your backyard. Every time I see you, it's always in Florida. We're uh, usually enjoying some cigars and some of your fine wine at Rocky's uh, offices or at his home. So we have ventured out here, and it is a delight to be with you here. Dave, always great to see you. Thanks for making the trip out to the wine country. It is a pleasure. Now, for those of you that have never been out to wine country, let me give you a little picture if I can. Uh, If you are familiar with the geography of San Francisco, if you were to make San Francisco the top of a clock, Napa would be, and the Napa Valley would be right around the 2 o'clock area, probably about 30, 40 miles northeast of San Francisco. And Sonoma's primarily north, maybe a tad bit northwest, the Sonoma Valley. And Dan, the Sonoma Valley, Napa Valley, known for great wines. This really, just like we say Tampa's the epicenter of cigars, the Sonoma Valley, Napa Valley, the epicenter of wine in the United States. Absolutely, absolutely. We say Napa makes auto parts, Sonoma makes wine. Oh, ooh, <laughs> that's, good. that's a good line, though. <laughs> now, what differs Sonoma from Napa? 
The uh, terroir is different. The wines that come out of there, Napa is uh, known predominantly for, of course, the, the fine wines in California. Sonoma, we're more the dumb hick farmers. We just found something to do with our uh, vineyard. I don't know about that because as I walk the grounds here at BR Cone, there is nothing that's hick about this area. It is magnificent. And as we look out, we're in the tasting room. When we look out to the left here, I see some magnificent uh, mountains and hills. Uh, beautiful landscaping here, magnificent tasting room, got a fireplace here, not that we're going to need it this time of year, but just magnificent. And to our left, you have a fine assortment of B.R. Cone's magnificent wines. And before we talk about the wines, let's get some history on the B.R. Cone winery. Your dad is the manager of the Doobie Brothers and other musical uh, acts in the entertainment business. Started the winery 40 years ago. Give us a history, how he founded it, why he founded it, and how it's grown. You uh, hit the nail on the head in regards to a uh, unique piece of property we have here at B.R. Cone. We are uh, right in the lee of Sonoma Mountain. Coming up our driveway literally starts these kind of Glen Ellen foothills. And we're in a unique, we have the Mayakama Mountain Range on the east side of us. So we're in this, what they call a microclimate. And there is a hot spring that actually comes up here at the winery at 140 degrees. Actually keeps our soil 7 to 9 degrees warmer than anybody in the valley. Of course, my father didn't know it when he bought the place, but... Uh, to give you the, the, the history is um, my father, Bruce Cohn, was actually born in Chicago, moved out to the Russian River Valley in the early 50s, uh, which is about 20 miles away from where the winery is here today. Uh, there they actually had the first grade eight goat dairy in California. So my father milked goats, you know, for $1.25 a week, 4.30 in the morning and 4.30 every night. He's glad that's over. Right. Yeah, we could have been in a whole different business. Uh, about 10 years of that, they sold the goat dairy, moved to San Francisco, went to school for communications, radio and television, got a degree in that. As you know, there were a lot of bands coming out of San Francisco at right. this time. It was 1969, The Grateful Dead, Janis Joplin, Creedence Clearwater, Jefferson Airplane. These were all bands coming out of San Francisco at the time. So being an entrepreneur that he is, he decided to open a rehearsal hall in a dilapidated warehouse down on 3rd Street where these bands come and rehearse before they go on tour. Had a couple of guys came to him. They wanted to send a record to Warner Brothers. They called themselves Pud. He said, well, I think you're going to have to change your name. They came back with the name the Doobie Brothers. He said, well, I guess it's better than Pud. But could have been Putz. That could have been even worse. Right, right. (laughs) So uh, they sent a record to Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers called, wanted to see the band live, a showcase. Sent up a gentleman by the name of Carl Scott, who was responsible for bringing the Beatles into America. Carl came up from L.A. The band showcased. He loved it. And he signed the band. And they asked my father to manage them. He says, you know, guys, I was raised on a goat dairy. I work at a TV station. I don't know the first thing about managing a band. Um, we'll learn together. And uh, they released the album, Listen to the Music, sold 2.7 million records, and away they went. So he's still their manager today, been their manager 43 years, their entire career since he's 22 years old. In 1974, he was a little bit crisp, you know, from being on the road with the band all the time. He wanted to settle down and raise a family. Uh, my mom was pregnant with me, so he bought this old dairy in Sonoma. We're only the third owner since the Spanish land grant. This was owned by a gentleman by the name of Tarvid, who was a Sears Roebuck. We're actually sitting in the house that I was born and raised in. Really? Yeah, this is uh, now the tasting room is downstairs. The offices are upstairs, so my office is literally in my old bedroom. I was going to say, was this the nursery at one time yes, here? Yeah, yeah. I still have the race car wallpaper up <laughs> and the desk underneath the bunk Let's bed. Don't laugh. I yeah. still have my man on the moon wallpaper at my childhood home in Buffalo. Right. My mother finally you know, acquiesced to taking it down, but I made her actually, when they cut it down, save me a piece because it's very nostalgic or the boat Derek or the uh, the one with the cornrows posters yeah the, uh, I think that was Farrah Fawcett, Fawcett back in the day yeah right, with the red, right, red, right, red, red bathing, bathing suit exactly got it, got it yeah. yeah so that's still up there so the original there was a 13 acres planted in back 
And my father had got some books from UC Davis, and he's flying around with the band, and they're like, what are you doing? And he says, well, I have these grapes, and I have these pictures, and my grapes look nothing like these pictures. So something must be the matter. So through a mutual friend in the music business, he was uh, introduced to a gentleman by the name of Charlie Wagner. And Charlie's from a real famous Napa Vineyard, Camus. Camus, sure. I yeah. just saw Charlie, and if you saw Charlie, you'd never know. Just a very unassuming guy. Yeah, and this was his father at the time, who was the oh, atypical father. farmer. Okay. You know, the eight, Chuck and Charlie. Charlie was the atypical farmer in overalls, you know. Right. Now, Chuck was Chuck is the son. Chuck is the son. And that's who I met. Yeah, 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 Chuck the son, just, again, very unassuming. Walking, had a cap. I said, boy, those are beautiful canary palms. And he looked at me and said, I'm impressed. You know your canary palms? We started talking. He introduces himself. He's the owner of the place. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, so this is when Camus Tasting Room was a barrel with a door on it. That right. was Charlie's Tasting Room. And my father was selling grapes to August Sebastiani and, and Jim Bunchu from Goonlock Bunchu and, and Joel Peterson from Ravenswood. In 78, Charlie said to my father, you know, my father had an afro out past his shoulders and leather pants on. And Charlie's in the overalls. He goes, this guy wants to grow grapes and be in viticulture. But he could tell, tell he was really serious, had some roots in agriculture. And that's who took my father under his wing, showed him what rootstocks to plant, showed him how to prune. And in 78, made our first wine for us. Told my father, you're missing the boat. You have the best Cabernet I tasted to come out of Sonoma. You need to put your name on a label. He didn't mean his name, but he meant Olive Hill as a vineyard designate. One of the right. wines we'll be having today. Right. So Camus used to do an Olive Hill cab. Ravenswood did an Olive Hill cab. Gunlock Bunch did an Olive Hill cab. Even Kenwood did an Olive Hill cab. And for about four years, every time out there winning gold medals off of our grapes. So in 82, my father's reading in the local Sonoma paper, it says, President Reagan takes Gunlock Bunch, Olive Hill Cabernet to China and gives it away as a state gift. And my father's like, why? So he calls the White House and he asks them. He says, why'd you take Gunlock Bunchu Olive Hill Cab to China? They said they called UC Davis and they said this was the best example of a California Cabernet available. So he said, that's it, man. I'm making my own label. So 27 vintages, five winemakers. We average a 92 wine spectator, wine enthusiast, Bon Appetit magazine. And it's really due to that unique microclimate that we have here that makes us the ultra premium Cabernet producer for the Sonoma Valley. The similarities, Dan, between the families in the cigar business and in the wine business are unparalleled, just incredibly close. They're so similar. And the same thing with the passion that the you have, your father has, other families have. It, it's striking because when you think about it, grapes are grown from the ground. Cigars, the cigar tobaccos come from the ground. We are, both industries are susceptible to the climate, to mother nature. Uh, you have to take time aging the product. Uh, the similarities are striking, and that's probably why so many of uh, your friends are in the cigar business. It is. It's, it's amazing when you look at the large winery producers out there and, and, and a majority of those large producers in the cigar industry, but then those small family cigar producers that have a legacy, a brand, a story in regards to what they produce, you know, and that family-oriented business. I mean, even when, and, and a lot of these guys have become very friendly. It's also a handcrafted product. Exactly. You know, Rocky with his vintage, you right. know, the seller selection. You right. Know, he came up for Father's Day, and I helped, we were going through the blends right. on the seller selection. Yeah. And you now Alan Rubin, Alec Bradley cigar, and his two boys are coming in named after his sons, Alec and Bradley. I was emailing yesterday with uh, Lito Gomez and Antonio Gomez, and I was smoking a new uh, La Flor Dominicana uh, Ono cigar. 
And, uh, and it's just really nice to have those friends to share these products with each other and have those small kind of uh, cigar producers and uh, wine producers out there. Dan Cohn, the president and CEO of BR Cone Winery in Glen Ellen, California, is our guest. We have ventured out from Humidor 1A. We are at Winery 1A today, the BR Cone Winery in the Sonoma Valley of the People's Republic of California. Lieutenants, I am Cigar Dave, the general. When we continue, we'll enjoy the National Cigar Litation Ceremony today from the only cigar-friendly winery and vineyard in the entire state of California, the B.R. Cone Winery. The General is conducting wine-tasting maneuvers at B.R. Cohen Winery in Sonoma County in the People's Republic of California. For pictures and a list of wine sampled, follow along at twitter.com slash Show. Walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper. The Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit RoyalGoldCigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes Store or the Google Play Store, search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of 6 to 7 distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the diamond crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. 
Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. Unlimited and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. We are in the cigar-friendly confines of the B.R. Cone Winery Tasting Room, Glen Ellen, People's Republic of California in the Sonoma Valley. A general front and center along with Dan Cohn, the president and CEO of B.R. Cone Winery. And Dan, we mentioned that... California, not the most cigar-friendly of states. You can't do anything in California. You can't walk. You can't buy a, uh, a, a, a anything uh, without a huge tax. If you want to use a bag for groceries, that costs you extra. So it is such a wonderful, uh, it, it's a wonderful respite to be in a cigar-friendly environment here in this magnificent, beautiful scenery without the threat of harassment by the enemies of pleasure. That's why we have the outdoor smoking area and the walk-in humidor, so people can go in, select their cigars, sit outside, enjoy, have a glass of wine in this beautiful weather in California, and uh, not have to be taxed through the nose for it. Exactly right. And I know that we are going to pair up the cigar that I'm going to enjoy today. We talked in the first segment about our good buddy Rocky Patel and his private cellar. The Rocky Patel private cellar began when Rocky... Friends would go to his house, Dan, you and I, and he'd start handing us these cigars, and I'd say, what is it? It doesn't have a band around it. And he'd say, Dave, just smoke it. You're going to love it. It's smooth. It's balanced. It's nutty. It's got a little bit of pepper, a little bit of spice. And I said, all right, I'll try it. And I liked it. And he said, I'm still tweaking it. I said, Rocky, this is so good, you got to come out with it. And you said the same thing, Dan. Other friends said the same thing. So, last August... He decided at the Cigar Retailers Convention he would indeed launch it. It is the Rocky Patel Private Cellar. Beautiful, double, violet, and silver band. Secondary band says Private Cellar. Rocky loves Maduros. He specifically loves Connecticut Broadleaf and Pennsylvania Broadleaf. And on this, he selected the Connecticut Broadleaf. Gives it a nice, rich, sweet taste. Some pepper. Nice spice to it. Medium, medium plus the filler tobaccos and the binder from his Nicaraguan farms that he just began growing a couple of years ago, made down at his Nicaraguan factory by his uh, main man, Amelka. A beautiful stick, three sizes, a Robusto, a Torpedo, and the Toro that I so enjoy, six and a half inches in length, 52 ring gauge. And when we refer to ring gauge, that means 52 sixty-fourths of an inch in diameter. Beautiful cigar, suggested retail, 875. Dan, what BR Cone wine? would match up perfectly with this private cellar by Rocky. Well, when Rocky and I were together and we were smoking that cigar, we were drinking the uh, 2008 Olive Hill Estate Cabernet. I, I think that would go great for breakfast cigar, breakfast wine. Listen, any time of day is fine for a cigar or wine. No problem. All right, so that's what we will enjoy, the Rocky Patel Private Cellar. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Well, on my right hand, I've got my Monte Cristo self-sharpening double-edged stainless steel guillotine. It is wafer-thin, comes in a little leather carrying pouch. 
That'll do a magnificent job on my Rocky Patel private cellar. Maximum BTU flamethrowing and heat-producing apparatus. Well, I'm going to go the old-fashioned method today. I'm not going to bring my Cigar Dave signature lock and load or my prototypes or flint-based. I'm going to hand the special B.R. Cone cigar matches that are provided to guests of the B.R. Cone winery. These are about four inches long. These are very elegant weight, Dan, to really light your cigar. And I will use these magnificent cedar cigar matches today. It's only appropriate. It seems that we're surrounded by all this nature. It's a very natural way to light the the cigar, so that's what we'll do today. Cigar Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Ah, perfect lights. These beautiful cedar, uh, they're almost like cedar spills. Magnificent, I will puff and rotate as I toast a cigar. Mmm. Very nice. Mmm. Dan, I hope you're enjoying your Rocky Patel private cellar as much as I am. Breakfast of champions. Yes, we are actually this show, we're cut right because we're normally new to 2 Eastern time. So we're actually doing this show, uh, you know, basically uh, in the morning. So it's uh, just about uh, uh, 9.25 here, Pacific time, bright and early. We had a very uh, nice little uh, morning coffee. We had a nice uh, healthy breakfast. And now our dessert cigar, and we're going to have some dessert wine. Never too early, really, when you think about it, for the alpha male good life. It's hard to drink all day if you don't start in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) What was it? Frank Sinatra had a great line, and he said, uh, I feel badly for people that don't drink because that's the best they're going to feel all day or something (laughs) like that. (laughs) That's what we say in California, white wines for breakfast. White wines for breakfast. All right, so let's talk about the, we've got about a minute and a half. Real quickly, give me the entire rundown of the BR Cone wines that are in front of us, and then we'll We'll talk more when we come back about each individual wine and more about the winery in the process. Yeah, on an overview, we have uh, just a selection of our small production items. We have our uh, 2010 Carnero San Giacomo Chardonnay. We have our 2010 Russian River Pinot Noir. We have our uh, North Coast Silver Label Cabernet. We have uh, 2009 Sonoma Valley Merlot. 2008 Olive Hill Estate Vineyard Cabernet. I have our 2008 Olive Hill Estate Special Selection Vineyard, our 2010 Sonoma Valley Zinfandel, 2009 Sonoma Valley Cabernet, 100% Cabernet Sauvignon Port from the Olive Hill Estate. And then, of course, Dave, since you were here, I uh, grabbed the bottle of our 1996 Olive Hill Special Selection as well. Very nice. I'm telling you, I'm just, I'm just, I'm overwhelmed because. I'm looking at all these bottles. I I don't know where to start, but I know that you will guide me. Absolutely. All right, lieutenants, we are coming to you today from the B.R. Cone Winery, Glen Ellen, California, the Sonoma Valley, magnificent part of the country. Dan Cone, the president and CEO, giving us our guided tour today. When we come back, we'll talk talk specifically about each of these B.R. Cone wines, do a nice vertical tasting profile of all their wines, and we'll talk specifically about what makes these wines so great the different uh, varietals, the different regions, everything you need to know about wine as we continue today from the B.R. Cone Winery in Sonoma Valley, California. The Cigar Dave Officers Club selection for March is My Uzi Weighs a Ton from Drew Estates. Not a member of the club? Sign up today at CigarDave.com.
this is Rocky Patel. On a daily basis, our personal rights, freedoms, and privileges are being taken away by the government, by the people who don't want us to enjoy the fine things in life. Cigars. Guess what? Socialism stinks. Cigars don't. So in order to celebrate life, we decided to release the freedom. This great cigar from Nicaragua has tones of coffee, spice, pepper, with a great underlying sweetness. It's got a beautiful Ecuadorian wrapper, fillers from different parts of Nicaragua, and guess what? It's priced very fairly. So go out and celebrate the fine things in life and enjoy your freedom by lighting up a Rocky Patel freedom. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. I'm praying for rain in California it can make more wine And I'm sitting in a honky in Chicago Cigar Dave's Five Star Lounge is open for your pleasure. Home of big name entertainment, top shelf booze, and beautiful dames. Welcome back. The Cigar Dave Show today on location. The B.R. Cone Winery, Glen Ellen, California. We're right on Highway 12, five miles north of the town of Sonoma, in the Sonoma Valley of uh, Northern California. Dan Cohen, the president and CEO, joins me. We're coming to you front and center today, lieutenants, from our tasting room. And while we were coming back from the break, Dan heard the great Dean Martin, little old wine drinker me, the song, and he said, that is great. Where'd you get that, Dan? Do you not know who you're dealing with? I you're dealing with the general here, I my friend. Known. I should have I mean, come on. Known. This is not, I'm not a private here. I know. I know. Not, not, not a buck private. I'm just, I'm not off the boat. <laughs> I am an experienced five-star. We come prepared. You know, it's part of enjoying the good life. You got to enjoy great music. The Rat Pack, Sammy, Frank, Dean, uh, some Gypsy Kings to get us all in the mood. Now, Dan, before we even talk about all your lineup of wines, one thing I found very interesting, when I go down to the Dominican Republic or Honduras or Nicaragua, the, the scar manufacturers, the farmers will say that their farm in one location, same seed, same everything, will grow one type of flavor characteristic of their tobacco, then they'll go across the street or a quarter of a mile away and it'll give a totally different complexion. Is the same, does the same hold true for grapes and wine? Absolutely, 100%. The, uh, the terroir, the hills, the way, Olive Hill, we call the Olive Hill Estate here, is uh, there's 17 blocks of vineyard. Each block is different ages, different rootstock, different trellising techniques. The sunlight hits them at different times during the day, different soil. There's stuff that we call on a certain block that's the flat down by the creek. A little bit of morning fog will settle in there, but that warm soil at night. The stuff that grows on the flat, just on the bottom, is dynamically different than the stuff that just grows 45 feet above it. 
And uh, that's where we get the different characteristics. We're able to blend our Cabernet, our state Cabernet is 100% Cabernet, but we're able to blend in different blocks of vineyard to get different characteristics that people do from blending in different varietals. So similar to cigars. Because when you think about it, the cigar we're enjoying today uses a wrapper, Badura wrapper, from the Connecticut River Valley in the United States. The binder and filler are from Nicaragua, but Rocky uses them from different farms. So when you blend things together, uh, instead of, say, a puro, meaning all the tobacco from one specific area, you certainly get a different flavor complexion. Same thing with wine. Now, before we even talk about the, the various blends and the different grapes and their characteristics, I found it fascinating. This is the first time I'm out in uh, Sonoma and Napa. And as you go by on the roads, you can see all these, these vineyards. And I always thought that the trees were relatively tall. And then I see all these, looks like a, almost a short little trunk. And then it looks like a T almost. And, and, uh, and now we're not in, in quite in season yet. We're almost there where the grapes will start to grow. But I, I started asking a number of people and I said, now, wait a minute. I thought that grapes were big trees. And they say, nope. They look like almost little trunks with a little wing that comes off wood. And then you have the trellises so that actually you train the grapes and the rootstock to grow horizontally, not to get very tall. So that blew me away. I was I, I, a total misconception of what I thought grapes would be. These big giant trees, not the case at all. That's great. That's a great educational trip. Now, the olive trees are a little bigger. Olive trees are much bigger. Right. Now, when you look at different types of grape, uh, first of all, Cabernet. California is certainly known for their cabs. When you go to the coast, more Chardonnay. Uh, and that's because of the cooler climates and the temperatures. Let's talk about the different varietals of grapes. Let's start with Cabernet. Okay. Yeah, so the Cabernet is more of a warmer climate grape. Um, the, the, you'll see a lot through California, the Central Valley, Napa, hotter regions. There, that, that's where Cabernet is produced. So it does well in, in, in warmer climates. Chardonnay produced in, exactly, you hit it right, coastal climates, the Carneros region. The coastal breezes come through there, famous for Chardonnay, Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir is a very touchy, delicate, sensitive grape. It likes to be nurtured, and winemakers like to show you off. You have to caress Pinot it. Noir. Absolutely. Caress because, it. Yeah. You, you have to take it out to dinner once in a while. Our winemaker, Tom Montgomery, <laughs> he actually goes out. We call him the grape whisperer. He actually goes out into the vineyard, and he talks to the clusters of grapes at night to make them into the great wine that they are. There you go. Yes. Uh, the Merlot, you know, the Merlot, the, there's different pockets of Merlot. Um, all over does well in certain climates. A lot of people use it as a blending varietal. Our Merlot is 100%. Uh, Zinfandel, we do off of the estate here, and I do get a little bit from our neighbor across the street. Zinfandel is a hearty grape, hearty variety. Now, people confuse Zinfandel with white Zinfandel, yes. which is very, very different. Yes. This is a dark, this is a, 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 almost looks like a Cabernet. Yes. It's very, very dark, yes. totally different flavor complexion. Mm -hmm. So do not confuse Zinfandel with white Zinfandel that 30 years ago, 40 years ago, I think that what they try to do is almost water down the wine, and, and that just didn't work. Now, one thing that's interesting, along my tastings the last week, I was never really familiar with Pinot Noir. It is so smooth and balanced. Yeah. Uh, it's like a Rocky Patel cigar. Mm -hmm. It there really, I mean, it really, it really, yeah. I, I was shocked, and I was amazed that uh, the taste complexion, because it was very smooth, it was very balanced, not overpowering, not a lot of tannins. And when we talk about tannins, we're referring to like a chalkiness, a, a, a feel in the mouth, a velvety chalkiness. But as I learned, I always thought it was the varietal of grape. That's not the case. 
it is a combination when they when you make the uh, you take the grapes and you press them. My understanding is, you take all the grapes, including the stems, the seeds, the skins. They're all crushed. Correct. No, well, you de 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 stem it. De stem it. Okay. De-stem it. But but so what do you? But so all the seeds, the the skins, uh, the grapes. They're all put into a large vat. And tell us the process. How that works. Yes. The the it goes into what would be a, a wine press, which is basically a giant bladder. That is a porous bladder that that uh, the the they're separated from the stem and the grapes go in there and they're pressed very delicately and the juice comes out through that uh, porous and there's a certain amount of maceration the juice sits on the skin um, the color of the wine you know all grape juice is white right yeah but how long it sits on the skin is what gives the color to that's the right. Wine, right I did not realize that I always thought that uh, it was the type of grape that's not the case. Mm-hmm. And the other thing I learned is that part of the chalkiness or tannin feel in your mouth is also the type of oak barrel used mm-hmm. and how long it sits on the oak barrel. That's correct. Yeah. The tannins are basically a component in the wine to build the wine to last a certain length of time. The tannins, you could let the wine, collect the wine, lay down the wine. It could sit for 6, 10, 12 years, depending on how much tannin structure you want to implement to the wine. All right. The first wine that uh, we're going to sample Dan, is what? The uh, 2010 uh, San Giacomo Vineyard Carneros Chardonnay. This is a uh, Chardonnay that we only make a whopping uh, 900 cases of. That's it. Uh, yeah, this is uh, St- Steve San Giacomo and I went to school together, so I get 60 tons. And this is a Chardonnay that is fermented off French oak, 12 months in French oak. We stir the barrels on the leaves. Gives it just a little bit of that mouth feel. A little, it doesn't coat your whole tongue. A lot of California Chardonnays have been over-manipulated in the past where it's kind of that butter-soaked two-by-four. We kind of like to let the vineyard show for itself. And there is actually a cigar in the Cigar City called Giacomo. Dr. Jack Gugino. Giacomo Gugino has a cigar. So he'll, I'll, I'll have to make sure I get him a bottle of this uh, San Giacomo Vineyard 2010 Chardonnay. Let us say cheers, Dan. Cheers. Very nice. Okay, it's great to see you. Oh, that is so beautiful. Delicate, very smooth touch of sweetness. I'll tell you, that goes great with, I think, shrimp. Uh, not spicy foods, but I could see some nice cheeses, maybe some nice appetizers, mm. little, uh, maybe a little crab or a little, a little lobster. lobster. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. Very, very pleasant. And so very limited. 900 cases, you 900 said? 900 cases. That's it. That's it. Yep. Small production. Small production. And suggested retail for the 2010 uh, Carneros Chardonnay. It'd be about uh, twenty nine bucks on the shelf mm. if you could find it retail. We're still about you know eighty seven percent. That's a steal. Only. Yeah, that. It, yeah. And I'm going to tell you why because touring all these vineyards and wineries, you see a lot of these wines that are sixty, seventy, eighty, a hundred dollars. And what I like about the BR Cohn lineup is that. Even your top shelf stuff is still very reasonably priced. You're not gouging anybody. Yeah, well, Dave, you hit the nail on the head. The one thing that we've been uh, benchmarked on at BR Cone is consistent quality for the money. Year after year, vintage after vintage, when you grab a BR Cone, it should over-deliver for the price. It's my father. It has his name on it. You know, he doesn't want to be coming up to me going, hey, man, I had a real bad bottle of your wine the other night, you know? Right, right. And I think, you know, what's interesting. If you take a look at Rocky and a lot of the cigar manufacturers, yes, they have some higher-end cigars, but most of the cigars are in that 6 to $8 category. They want people to feel that the amount they paid, they received tremendous value relative to the quality of the product. And it's the same thing with you. I look at this and say $29. 
This is a steal compared to the quality of this uh, Chardonnay. It is excellent. So this would be available at retail, but very limited. Absolutely. Absolutely. And your wines are available uh, coast to coast? Absolutely. Excellent. All right. Uh, before we go on and talk about the next wine, because I'm still savoring and enjoying mm-hmm. my Chardonnay, I do want to ask you about the, in terms of winemaking, you are so susceptible to the various uh, uh, Mother Nature factors, the climate, the wind. Yesterday's been very windy here. Uh, now, tell us how that affects the grapes and how some years are, de- are deemed to be vintage, spectacular years, others not so much, and how you adjust for that to make your wines consistent year over year. Well, you have a very, very... There's, a, there's the, the things that can come into play very early in the season are you really have a small growing season. You really have like a 120-day growing season. You have bud break, you have fruit set, then you have the, the veraison, then you have harvest, and the... The grapes, what happens uh, in vintages where they'll say it's low on uh, volume but high on concentration is, you know, if you have bud break but then you have a frost that comes late in the season, that can damage a lot of your crop. And then when you get to fruit set, if you find a late rain shower, it can cause what they call shatter to the clusters, which would then uh, cause the, the grapes clusters to actually lose some of the, set, the fruit set and... Uh, you know, then through your growing season, you'll be able to identify really what your volume is going to be coming off of the vineyard. So all of those things play a huge factor in Mother Nature and farming. You know, there's no uh, it's not an exact science. No, it is. It is art and that's experience. And that's something your your father uh, and you have learned over 40 years. Um, and, and we'll talk about your role and your increased role here at BR Cohn Winery and your love of cigars and and uh, the fact that. Uh, you know, a lot of the things that you do, you pair with cigars and do a lot of cigar and wine events. So we will discuss that. Lieutenants, I just want to remind you to make sure you follow me at Twitter, at Cigar Dave Show is the handle, twitter.com slash Cigar Dave Show or at Cigar Dave Show, Facebook Cigar Dave. And don't forget, you can email me, Cigar Dave at CigarDave.com. Make sure you check out our brand new Cigar Dave mobile app, which is available on the iPhone or Droid platforms. You can get Cigar Dave 24-7, 365. Some may say that's scary. I say, au contraire, you can never get enough of alpha male pleasure maneuvers. So don't forget to download the Cigar Dave mobile app and check out our new website, CigarDave.com. We will continue with Dan Cohn, the president, CEO of BR Cone Winery, Glen Ellen, California, in the Sonoma Valley, as we enjoy great cigars, great wine, in a magnificent environment here at the BR Cone Winery. Want to see pictures from BR Cohen Winery in Sonoma County? Like the General on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. If you love modern, full-bodied cigars, you must try the new Nicaraguan Puro from Romeo e Julieta. It's called RYJ, and it has critics raving. What makes it so special? Nicaraguan magic. Nicaragua is a mystical land with a magical climate for cultivating tobacco. The tropical sun filtered by billowy clouds, the soft rain, the diverse soils, all combine to produce tobaccos unmatched for strength and flavor. 
Handmade by skilled artisans, RYJ features a rare Nicaraguan Corojo Jalapa wrapper, available only to the makers of RYJ, a unique double binder of Nicaraguan Jalapa and Esteli tobaccos, and a savory blend of select Nicaraguan fillers and body and complexity, spicy and intense. These leaves are unequaled for both deep, rich flavor and subtle nuances. Taste the magic today with RYJ, the bold new Nicaraguan Puro by Romeo y Julieta. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar. Life. Surgeon General Warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Guarding the gates of pleasure is the General Cigar Dave. I can guarantee you this. It is 100% absolute alpha male pleasure maneuvers that are taking place at the B.R. Cohn Winery in Sonoma Valley, California. The enemies of pleasure are not welcome here at the winery. It is all pleasure. We have cigars. We've got our wine. We're enjoying a great time. I've got Dan Cohn, the president and CEO of B.R. Cohn Winery with us. The only cigar-friendly winery in the entire state of California. Next up, Dan, is a 2010 Russian River Valley Pinot Noir. Tell me about this wine. Yeah, so uh, winemakers like to show off with their Pinot Noir, Dave. Uh, a lot of guys put Syrah on their Pinot Noir to get complexity. Um, this is a 100% Pinot Noir. This is uh, a buddy of my winemaker. Uh, this is the Nick Laris Vineyard. It's a small 12-acre vineyard in Russian River. We take it all. Uh, and Russian River is where? About 20 miles northwest of us right now. Okay, so it is uh, near Santa Rosa? Yes, yes. If you go out uh, River Road here towards uh, towards Sebastopol and Guerneville, this this would be the Russian River Valley. So it is probably about, what, 50, 60 miles north of San Francisco? Correct, exactly. Okay, gotcha. And it's north of us where we are in Glen Ellen, which is uh, just about five miles north of the town or city of Sonoma. And so what is so unique about that Alexander 
uh, Valley. That 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 uh, the Russian River Valley. The Russian River Valley. I'm yeah, sorry. No, there is an Alexander Valley as well. Right. Yeah, but the the Russian River Valley is um, you're right in between kind of the 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 Sonoma Mountain region and the Mayakama Mountain region. But you have in the coast in the coast exactly. So you get a little bit of that coolness that coming nice in. Nice coastal. Region. The fog settles in there. Really nice for Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir is very thin skin, very delicate grape, and it loves the kind of cooler climate and uh and and it's just a great region for pinot noir it's just like oregon you know with the with the willamette valley stuff well let's say cheers very nice mm. oh you look at that, that is so smooth you see the color on that and the clarity on that it is yeah it's just it's it's a ruby color but translucent yeah so that you'll see but when you you can see a pinot noir when it has saran and it gets that kind of really dark sort of inky right. color that's not that's it. not pinot no. this is pinot there's kind Ooh. of that strawberry there's lots of straw and grass and then the lasting finish if you can get a pinot noir to last like that for a good 60 second finish just like a good cigar lieutenants if you are looking for a wine you don't know anything about wine and you say okay i need a white and a red that people that are experienced connoisseurs will enjoy and people that are not big wine drinkers will enjoy. The first two we've had already, the B.R. Cone 2010 Carneros Chardonnay uh, San Giacomo Vineyard and the 2010 Russian River Pinot Noir from B.R. Cone. Both of these, Dan, you can't go wrong with. If you just have these in your house, you're in good shape. What's the suggested retail on the Pinot Noir? The Pinot Noir is probably about 45 bucks, uh, 100%. But we only made another about 1,700 cases. That's it? Yeah, that's it. What's the total volume of the winery? We're small, small. We're about uh, 40,000 cases, but 30,000 cases of it is our silver label Cabernet. Really? So everything you have, the San Giacomo Shard, 900 cases. Pinot, 1,700 cases. Merlot, 800 cases. Olive Hill Cab, 3,500 six-packs. Special Selection, 300 six-packs. Wow. Zinfandel, 1,000 cases. That's it. That's it. So you really are a boutique winery. That's it. Small family winery, one of four family wineries, really doing it ourselves here in Sonoma Valley. And I, I, it's interesting because as I've taken a number of tours, you can definitely tell the difference between the family-oriented wineries and the corporate wineries. Uh, the corporate wineries are friendly, don't get me wrong. Maybe some of their tasting rooms are a little fancier, but when you go to buy wine, they're not going to give you any breaks unless you join their super expensive wine club. You go to Camus, you come here to BR Cone, they'll let you, even though there may be a three flight or four flight tasting for $20 or $25, whatever it is, you say, hey, can I try this or that? They're like, sure, no problem. And you go to buy something, I will guarantee you, lieutenants, that they will give you a great deal. They'll work with you on shipping, and they will take great care of you. And I've noticed that at all the family wineries, B.R. Cohen included. And uh, it's it's similar to the cigar industry. You know, all those boutiques you're dealing with the you're dealing with the the blender and the the cigar master one on one. Yes, that, there's that, there's no big bureaucrats or or big uh, you know hierarchy involved. That's what we say in the wine country uh, for B.R. Cohen. You go everywhere else to taste. You come to B.R. Cohen to drink. There you go. And, and I know people have already been coming into the tasting room and you take very good care of them and very, uh, ho very nice, hospitable uh, atmosphere. Dan, let, let's talk about the specific uh, varieties of grapes. The one thing that I, I have discovered is that, and I asked this question, I said, can you, the grapes that we buy in the store, the red or the green seedless grapes, can you make wine out of that? And the answer I received was, 
yes, probably won't be great wine, uh, like the Concord grapes that you can buy in a store. That's made for Mogan David or Manischewitz. And hey, listen, every so often it's good. <laughs> but when you really want the finer wines, the, the Cabernets, the Chardonnay, uh, the Pinot Noirs, you can eat those grapes, but they make a better wine than the ones you'd buy at the store. Why is that? There's a, well, the wine grapes is a very, very, very small grape. So it's that concentration of fruit that gives it that certain flavor. You could make wine just from anything. You make wine from rice. But uh, the, the wine grapes is really the meat to skin ratio on the grapes is uh, a very, very small, tight cluster. And they are that, that's what you need to make really, really good wine. And the, the Cabernet grape is very small. The clusters are small, mm -hmm. where the Pinot Noir kind of hang a little bit, a mm -hmm. little bit bigger. Mm -hmm. And what are the Chardonnay like? Same. They Same hang thing? like the Pinot. Mm -hmm. And uh, any other grapes that I'm, that I'm missing? Uh, no. Zinfandel is actually a larger berry grape, larger than the Cabernet, but has the same tight clusters. It's a pretty significant cluster. Um, and then the, uh, the Merlot kind of hang like the Pinot Noir as well. Excellent. Now, lieutenants, if you want to follow along, I know that on the B.R. Cohen website, they have everything. Dan, go ahead and give us the website address. It's uh, uh, brcohn.com. It's uh, B as in boy, R as in Richard, same last name spelling, C-O-H-N.com. B-R-C-O-H-N, brcohn.com. Because when we come back, lieutenants, in hour number two, we are going full throttle with the Reds, some big, bold cabs. As we are coming to you today from the B.R. Cone Winery, Glen Ellen, California, right on Highway 12 in the Sonoma Valley. Dan Cone, the president and CEO, is our guest. Lieutenants, I am Cigar Dave, the general. There is much more alpha male pleasure maneuvers around the corner. We are in wine country. We are in Winery 1A, B.R. Cone Winery, totally cigar friendly, and we will continue around the corner. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This, this is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, I have traveled from the friendly confines of Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA, about 2,300 miles to the west in the People's Republic of California, specifically the Sonoma Valley. We're in wine country, and I'm on the Olive Hill Estate Vineyard, the B.R. Cone Winery, Glen Ellen, California, Highway 12, five miles north of the town of Sonoma. 
about 45 miles, 50 miles north of San Francisco. It is a magnificent part of the country. Great weather, great foliage, incredible terrain, and incredible wine. And we have ventured here to talk wine with Dan Cohn, the president and CEO of the B.R. Cohn Winery. We are conducting a tasting of all their wines, telling you everything you need to know about wine so that when you go to a restaurant, you go into a wine store, you are educated, you know what to look for. Long Ash greetings and salutations, a Long Ash snappy salute, semper delictatio. Always pleasure. America's alpha male in chief, the general front and center today from B.R. Cohn Winery in Sonoma Valley, California. Lieutenants, if you want to follow me at Twitter, at Cigar Dave Show. Don't forget to follow us at Facebook, Cigar Dave. Please download our brand new mobile app with our podcasts, our video casts. It is Cigar Dave 24 7, 365. The free Cigar Dave mobile app from the iTunes Store as well as the uh, Google Marketplace for your Android. And check out our new website, CigarDave.com. Pleasure to welcome back our number two, Dan Cohn, the president and CEO of BR Cohn Winery. We've started off in our number one with the 2010 Carnero Chardonnay San Giacomo Vineyard. Magnificent, smooth Chardonnay, crisp, a great pool wine, especially uh, in the hot weather uh, in the summer parts of the country. Then we went to a Pinot Noir, very smooth, very balanced, a wonderful red, the B.R. Cone 2010 Russian River Valley. 100% Pinot Noir, very enjoyable, perfect complement to my Rocky Patel private cellar, Toro that I'm enjoying today. And Dan, the first two tastings were magnificent. So far, so good. We've got a whole bunch more coming up. But before we get into our next tasting, I want to talk to you because you grow up, grew up actually the building we are in right now where the tasting room and your offices are located. This was your childhood house. Absolutely. Born and raised. You grew up here. Uh, I guess you went to school in Sonoma. That's right. And uh, tell us from there, from, uh, from Sonoma, where did you go from there? Well, we uh, grew up here in the uh, in the wine country. I have a brother and uh, two sisters, all younger. And, uh, you know, we had, the grapes were coming in here. We have the largest and oldest Pichelin olive grove here in California. We're the only ones to make a single variety, French Pichelin olive oil from 160-year-old trees. Just uh, received number one olive oil in the country right now, rated by Consumer Report. But then uh, my uh, mother was so sick of us uh, tracking the olives in on the carpet in the house, she said, you need to do something with these trees uh, or these olives or you're going to buy me new carpets every year. So we decided to make olive oil from it, and that was my first uh, foray in the olive oil business. Um, took them down to uh, Modesto, had them pressed by the Shabikas. They've been pressing olive oil down there for about 70 years. And Nick Shabika called and said, i got to tell you something. He says, this is the best olive oil I ever tasted. And we tested it. It's the lowest acidic olive oil we ever tested to be considered 1%. Under 1%, you have to be extra virgin. So we uh, bottled it up. I used to deliver it in the trunk of my car to a place that sold our wine and uh, did all the product development, nationwide sales, marketing for the olive oil company. Went to work for our uh, wholesaler at the time in California, a Young's Market Company. Cut my teeth there in regards to the wholesale business of the wine. And uh, did everything from the uh, chain division all the way up to the on-premise, independent retail. And uh, got sales rep of the year a couple of years, uh, two of the three years I was with that company. And my father said, I guess you can run my brand, get on a plane, you're going to Florida. So I've been in Florida about 12 years, uh, 
East Coast, about 50% of our business now. Uh, bringing these great BR Cone wines all over the country has been a lot of fun for a lot of years. Spent about 300 days on the year on the road um, building the brand. And now, uh, just recently over the past year, we've uh, come back to BR Cone. Uh, my, my father's uh, he's like enjoying managing the band. He's getting married again, moving to Idaho and, uh, and Coeur d'Alene. And... Uh, you know, said, why don't we take the BR Cone Winery to the next level? So we're uh, looking forward to doing that. We're going through that uh, plan now. So you're now uh, sitting in the big chair, the president and CEO, and still traveling, doing events. I know when I came in, you were talking to somebody about a big wine event, big wine dinner you're going to be doing. And you have the best of both worlds because you uh, come out here a few days a week, and then you go back to Florida where you reside. So you get probably the, one of the two nicest states in the country. There's no question about it. It's true. It's a little bit of a commute, but you know, it's a lot of fun to be able to bring something as uh, good as this family legacy and brand out to these markets and introduce to people who have not seen it before. Now, are you still uh, involved in the production end of things? I know primarily you're on the sales and marketing end, but are you still involved in the production now with your new title, getting more involved on the production end? Absolutely. We're overseeing all, all the different uh, uh, revenue drivers here at the winery. Like I said, my father did an amazing job of establishing just a, a story and a legacy and a brand that cannot be duplicated, but we have the olive oil company. We have the production. I grew up as a cellar rat, you know, mixing tanks, racking barrels. And, and uh, so, you know, we did all of that, walking these vineyards, knowing every inch of this vineyard and the estate. The, uh, the other things that we have here is we have uh, events. We do about uh, 46 events a year, weddings, dinners, NASCAR guys come out. We do private dinners for all their executives. The big, big to do that we have is my father had started was a a fall music festival for charity. And this is our 27th annual fall music festival. It's usually in the fall, uh, usually the first two weeks in October, last week's in September. But we do a uh, 27 years all for charity. We do a five-course sit-down dinner followed by an auction with Thomas Keller, Bradley Ogden, Guy Fieri, celebrity chefs. Uh, we do two days of concert. The gates open at noon, goes all day till 6 o'clock at night. We do a celebrity golf tournament at Sonoma National on Monday, where they did the Charles Schwab for a lot of years. And it's just, we've had everybody, Journey, Little Feet, Steve Miller, Greg Allman, Dave Crosby, Graham Nash, Leonard Skinner, Doobie Brothers, Hart, Bad Company, Willie Nelson. I mean, everybody comes out. It's a great weekend in the wine country if you can make it. So some names that are... Relatively unknown in the business, right? That's correct. That, that's, correct. that's correct. And where do people get more info on that? That would be on our website at uh, brcone.com. B-R-C-O-H-N.com. Brcone.com. Got it all there. How many acres does the Olive Hill Estate uh, vineyard and the winery that we are on uh, consume? We are uh, 91 acres, uh, 64 planted under vine and 10 acres of olive trees. And what's interesting is we talked about this in the first hour, talking about what grapes look like uh, in the vineyard, uh, where it, it's not a big tree. It's probably, it looks like a trunk that's maybe about uh, eight inches wide in diameter. Comes up, what, Dan, maybe about uh, three feet? Yep. Three feet off the ground, mm -hmm. and then it wings off like a T. It looks like a little T on each side, a little branch. Mm -hmm. And you do that on purpose so that the vines will grow horizontally. Mm -hmm. That's a, a trellising technique so that the fruit will hang downward. So the more clusters, and then we will do certain canopy reductions or fruit drop to drive certain nutrients to certain clusters of grapes that we decide to keep. Now, on those, uh, on those uh, rootstocks and the vines that we're looking at, 
Um, are those replanted every year or those stay in for a certain number of years? Is there every, because uh, you don't plant them with seeds. You're already, they're already purchased, my understanding, already ready to bear fruit. That, yeah, that's right. We planted about uh, three-year-old vines. A lot of people will, will change rootstock depending on how many years. You know, 15 years, 30 years. 30, we have 35-year-old, 40-year-old vines out here uh, and different trellising techniques, and it's all different kinds of rootstock, different clones. And the growing period is what, like usually beginning of May, mid-April to May? Yeah, you might have seen it right now when you were driving up the driveway was the, uh, the bud break is uh, coming out, spring is sprung. Right. And then uh, we will harvest probably early September. September, gotcha. So it's a relatively short growing period. It is, it is. Really. And, then, and then from there you take the grapes and do what? And then we make wine. You make wine. That's right. So you immediately put the, give us, run through the process. The process is we go through the harvesting and the harvesting is uh, all hand harvested. Uh, The grapes are brought up to, they are weighed so we can get the accurate amount of tonnage off of the estate. We then, uh, the the grapes are de-stemmed and the grapes and their seeds, skins, everything go into the, the, the bag press. They are pressed, the juices run, free flow. That is racked into tanks. There's going to be a certain, sometimes we do an open fermenters um, where we can do a certain amount of maceration of the skins on the special selection. And then uh, basically they'll be racked into barrels. They'll sit in barrels for anywhere from 8 to 12 to 24 months on 100% French oak barrels. Then the, uh, they will be um, bottled. And then sometimes on the estate stuff, that, that stuff can sit in a bottle over the year before we send it out to the market. Now, when we, I know that in, when it comes to whiskey or bourbon uh, or scotch, the longer that the spirit stays in the barrel, it gets a deeper color. It does get smoother, but you get more of some sharper peppery notes and body and boldness because of the wood. Is that the same with wine? Yeah, you're not going to want to keep there's a it's a that's a it's a little bit more delicate of a process you're not going to want to keep the grape on the oak otherwise it's going to taste really just like oak you know there like oak and more tanniny that real that 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 i guess that that mouthfeel that chalky type mouthfeel yeah it's a balance you don't want to learn you don't want you don't want to lose the the flavor of the fruit Gotcha. Yeah. All right, so when we come back, we're going to try the 2010 B.R. Cohn Silver Label North Coast Cabernet Sauvignon. Lieutenants, I'm with Dan Cohn, the president and CEO of the B.R. Cohn Winery. We are on the Olive Hill Estate Vineyards and the B.R. Cohn Winery, Highway 12, Glen Ellen, California, in the Sonoma Valley. We will continue around the corner. The General is conducting wine tasting maneuvers at B.R. Cohen Winery in Sonoma County in the People's Republic of California. For pictures and a list of wine sampled, follow along at twitter.com slash Cigar Dave Show. I did it at work. Right there at my desk when my boss wasn't looking. I did it in bed. My wife was asleep next to me. I did it on the living room couch. It just started when my in-laws walked in and saw me. You can always discuss premium cigars on the premier online cigar club, MontecristoSocialClub.com. Join MontecristoSocialClub.com to connect with a network of social club members across the country who love premium cigars as much as you do. 
receive a free new member welcome gift and membership card when you sign up at montecristosocialclub.com. I was doing it at a football game. They showed me on the Jumbotron. The Monte Cristo Social Club is an online membership club for adults age 21 and up. Surgeon General's warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigar is. It's tough, but I'm going to go with the Decade. I love it. It's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what? The Decade's a great cigar, but the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That celebrated your 15 years in business, and I got to tell you, it's my favorite. You know what, Nish and Rocky, you both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree. But guess what? There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. America's five-star pleasure paradise, The Cigar Dave Show. It is a gorgeous, sunny, blue sky day in the Sonoma Valley, Glen Ellen, California, on the grounds of the Olive Hill Estate Vineyards, the B.R. Cone Winery, Highway 12, five miles north of the town of Sonoma, about 50 miles north of San Francisco, a magnificent part of the country. Dan Cohen, the president and CEO of B.R. Cohen Winery, joins me in the tasting room at this uh, just beautiful, very hospitable place in California. And Dan, I think I'm just going to leave our broadcast equipment here, and maybe I'm going to do like you and commute every weekend and just do the show for a while, at least uh, at least for the next few months. I got an office here for you, Dave. There you go. And listen, you got the cigars, you right. got the walk-in humidor. Right. Absolutely. I think it's all we need. We've got, let's see, our cutter, our lighter, we've got our broadcast equipment, we've got wine. I think we're pretty much set. Yep. It's all good. No need to go anywhere else. No need to go anywhere else. And uh, Dan, uh, you know, you. one of the things that I, I, I get from talking to you, even before we were really good friends, is the fact that you have the great passion 
uh, for this business. And I've always said that no matter what you do, whether it's uh, me with the show or you with wine or, or Rocky or, uh, or the Newman family involved with uh, cigars, you have to have a passion. That's first and foremost. It's never about the money. It's always about the passion. And you have that exact same passion. When did you know that you wanted to go in the winery? You worked on the, on the olive oil project, but when did you know and say, I know I'm going to be heading in this direction. I want to run the winery one day. I think when I worked in the tasting room when I was like 10. You know, today that would be considered child abuse, by the way. Yes, yes. You know, but yeah, back then yeah. it was okay. That's right. That's and, and you know, that, that, that's one of the things that we, we, I've talked about is when you, when children have an appreciation for wine or spirits and you give them a little sample, my parents would give me a little sample. They never locked the liquor cabinets or the wine cabinets. I'd have friends come over and say, your parents don't lock the liquor cabinets? And I'm like, no. They're like, well, you could go to town anytime you want. I'm like, no. Well, what's the point of that? Because it's almost uh, the forbidden fruit. You had an early taste, I'm sure, sipping the wine, being around the wine, in the tasting room you worked, and so that's where your passion uh, came from. Yeah, and our, uh, our liquor room, our liquor uh, bar was a little bit harder to lock. It was a little bit larger than most of the I was going to, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, if you wanted, you could have taken one of the barrels and taken Siphon a drill. Siphon hose out there and... Uh, it, it, exactly and right. right. So you knew pretty much from a young age that you wanted to stay in this business? Yeah, yeah, there was pretty, uh, it was it pretty, it was pretty apparent early on that that was what I was being groomed for. But I'm sure your father said, do what you want. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but if this is what you want, and, and now your brothers and sisters are involved in the winery as well? Absolutely, yeah. My, uh, my brother's MBA. He runs kind of the back of the house. My uh, sister uh, is uh, handling the events portion, the 46 events we do a year with the weddings and the uh, dinners. And then my uh, other sister is running our gourmet shop uh, that handles all of our uh, olive oils, vinegars, and uh, non-wine merch. And the visitors that come in, I'm sure... Uh, enjoy the fact that they're talking to the owners. Yeah. And, and you're the decision makers. Yeah. So it's not like you've got to go to some big board or some big corporate hierarchy, uh, you know, halfway across the world in France or in, in London. All the decisions are made right here uh, at the B.R. Cohn Winery in uh, the Sonoma Valley. It's important to us. It's important to our customers. And, it's, and that counterculture in regards to our customers that we, B.R. Cohn, and how imperative it is to my family that that counterculture, that I want each and individual customer that comes into our tasting room to have a personal, long-lasting relationship with myself and my family. Well, I'd like to have a relationship with this silver-labeled BR Cone 2010 North Coast Cabernet Sauvignon because now we're starting to get into some, some nice, big, bold cabs. And, Dan, what are some of the characteristics when we talk about cabs? People think that cabs are big, bold, spicy, but they're really... All over the place. Well, and, you know, people like them easy drinking. We don't like them so tannic that they take your head right. off. You know, we're the, the Silver Label Cab, and, and a lot in your area too, Dave, and all over the country, is the Silver Label Cabernet was born from the Olive Hill. The Olive Hill, like I told you before, was the 17 blocks of vineyard, and each block was different ages, and we tasted each block individually. We actually take the fruit that didn't make it to Olive Hill, but it's still Olive Hill Cabernet, and declassify it into the Silver Label Cab. So for the money, you cannot beat the Silver Label Cab. We took that excess fruit, made the Silver Label more approachable, more affordable, more easy drinking Cabernet that we really call our TV cab. It's good with food or it's good with TV. You know, you just put a little bendy straw in it and go. It's like single <laughs> serving. You know? so. And what, what's the, let's say, cheers first. Mm. That is delicious. Yes, that's... All of the wines so far... It's a weird term, but they're drinkable. 
they're approachable. They're not, they're not going to knock you down and, and leave you saying, oh, boy, that wine, really, really harsh going down. Very smooth. And this is the wine that you want to drink uh, in, your, uh, in your cigar bars, in your restaurants, you know, 90% restaurant, but you can also find it at some of your individual retailers. Take a bottle home and have it as your everyday drinking cab. And because we feel it should complement the meal, but you shouldn't have to have it with food. I don't want to be the wine you drink a glass of. I want to be the wine you drink a whole bottle of. Like a cigar. You know, you don't say, okay, well, look, I only want to smoke that cigar after a heavy meal. I want to smoke that cigar because I enjoy the taste anytime. Absolutely. Whether I've got a libation or whether I'm having a snack, whatever the case may be. So this is the number one volume in terms of the BR Cone Winery. That is correct. That's the one you'll see predominantly. That's our, our $20 retail. This wheel. is $20? 20 bucks. Wow. That's uh, pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that quite a bit. I, 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 I thought it was about 40, 45, but I will tell you that I tasted over the last week probably about 40 cabs, mm -hmm. many of them in the 80, 90, 100, $120 price range that were not as smooth as this. I will Pepsi challenge anything in this price point, and I actually get emails all over the country in regards to individuals, friends of individuals that drink those 80, $120 bottles and say that after one bottle of our PR Cone Silver Label Cabernet, they will uh, not have to come back to drinking those bottles. Well, that is magnificent. I think we have got to take a timeout. So we will continue, Dan, the 2010 North Coast Cabernet Sauvignon Silver Label BR Cone. Absolutely magnificent. 20 bucks, lieutenants. Can't go wrong. We'll continue from the BR Cone Winery, Sonoma Valley, California, next. March's selection for the Cigar Dave Officers Club is My Uzi Weighs a Ton from Drew Estates. It's easy to join. Go to CigarDave.com for details. I cannot tell you how many times lieutenants come up to me and say, General, I wish I could enjoy the same great cigars you get to sample before everyone else. Well, good news. For the last nine years, you've been able to do that. If you've joined my Cigar Dave's Officers Club, every month you will receive three cigars direct to your door shipped in a fantastic Officers Club custom Ziploc cigar pouch. Membership is $22.95 per month. There's no long-term contracts. You're not satisfied? You can cancel whenever you want. It makes a great gift for birthdays, holidays. In fact, I suggest you take an Officers Club membership and spoil yourself. Sample the gamut from mild to full, natural to Maduro, robusto to perfecto. The Cigar Dave's Officers Club has great cigars delivered to you every single month. Join today at CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club and enjoy great cigars. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. Mississippi, she's calling my name. 
100% USDA certified alpha male with zero trace of wussification. It's the General Cigar, Cigar Dave. Dave. Hold that water, keep on rolling. Mississippi moon, won't you keep on shining on the black water? Keep on rolling. Mississippi moon, won't you keep on shining on the black water? Keep on rolling. Mississippi moon, won't you keep on shining on me? The Doobie Brothers. Significant we play the Doobie Brothers because we're at the B.R. Cohen Winery in Sonoma Valley, California. And the founder of B.R. Cohen Winery, the B.R. In the, in the name, Bruce Cohn, the manager of the Doobie Brothers. And Dan Cohn, his son, the president and CEO of B.R. Cohn Winery. Your father still is the manager of the Doobie Brothers. Absolutely. Still out there touring and mm-hmm. some great hits. And uh, certainly that's one of the hits uh, that, uh, that are very popular, and that's got to be going back 30-some-odd years now. 43 years. That, and it was 43 years? Yep. Wow. Unbelievable. Time flies. So uh, certainly the Doobie Brothers still very well played. A lot of uh, iTunes downloads, that I can guarantee. Dan, we left off tasting the Silver Label B.R. Cone 2010 North Coast Cabernet Sauvignon. Now, I know that you want to move on to the 2008 Sonoma Valley Olive Hill Estate Vineyards Cab but not so fast, my friend. I want to go back to that North Coast cab. You told me, the first, this, I, I tasted it, phenomenal wine, and I thought that was going to be about a $40 to $50 wine. The price you told me? $19.99. 20 bucks. $20. Bucks. Yep. $20 is a suggested, $19.99 is suggested retail. Yep. So if I go to Florida, if I go to uh, Total Wine or one of the other stores, Spirits mm-hmm. 365, mm-hmm. Uh, where I like to go in, in the uh, Tampa Bay area, mm-hmm. 20 bucks is what mm-hmm. I'm going to be looking at. Yep. That is incredible. Yeah. Lunas, all those guys have it down there. And those are, again, the wines from the Olive Hill Estate that are the grapes that, what, are just not the top shelf grapes per se? To Olive Hill qualifications, we make Olive Hill, is, we make 3,500 six-packs. In 84, we make 3,500 six-packs now. So, so it never changes, always 3,500. Yep. Take the best, and you make 3,500, yep. and, and the rest goes, goes into, into the silver, silver label. label. So it's really still olive hill fruit. That's what makes it so good for the money. And I will basically Pepsi challenge anything in that price. I point. think you should change the name to gold label or platinum label, because that is that good. You are very keen. We're actually working on the gold blend right now. Ah, Very my... good, Dave. Very good. Again, I'm I like a five-star. This, this is, is why, why we're going to be blending you at, uh, Super Dave's wine. Cigar, the cigar Dave's Dave wine. Fi- we're going to do the five-star. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The bold alpha. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. And, and uh, I know we, we've been talking about some different blends and some grapes, and we're going back a little bit later to the other tasting room to try some uh, wines right out of the barrel mm-hmm. to get a complexion. But mm-hmm. I, it, it is incredible. It's like cigars. I get calls from people, Dan, and you know because you listen to the show, saying, you know, I, I want to spend you know, a decent amount of money, but I don't want to break the bank. You know? And I say, well, what are you willing to spend? And they say, oh, you know, like $10. I'm like, $10? Nope. Six to eight, you can get a ton of stuff. I mean, the Perla Del Mar from, uh, from J.C. Newman, nice, mild, to medium-flavored cigar in the $5, $6 category. You look at, at Rocky, the private seller here, $8.50. You don't have to spend $30, $40, and it's the same thing in wine. And there are wine snobs out there. There are people that, of course, look at a label, oh, I can't drink that. But what I always tell people to do when they have guests, decant the wine. Put it in a decanter. There is no label. And then serve it and tell people, what do you think? And they'll say, oh, magnificent. This has got to be, this, this be a $150 bottle of wine. No, it's $20. 
Then, of course, they'll argue with you saying there's no way that's possible. So there is no association, I think, between cost and quality. Sure, some of your, your, your top-end wines, they're very limited, so they are a pricier, but everything that you make is still in that reasonable price point. And that's what I wanted. I actually really wanted a Cabernet, 100% Cabernet, for everybody's pocketbook. I, want, I have a $20 bottle, I have a $50 bottle, and I have a $100 bottle. And there's something for everybody. Absolutely. You may have somebody that says, you know what, I do only want the Olive Hill Estate, mm-hmm. uh, the top of the line, that goes into 3,500 cases. And then you have other people that say, you know what, that's a special occasion wine, but my day in and day out wine will be my silver label BR Cone. It's a wonderful wine to open up, and uh, you can have over half of it, and you've got to chuck the rest. You don't feel like you've wasted your money. You've gotten your money's worth. Now, next we move up to the 2008 Sonoma Valley Olive Hill Estate Vineyard. So these are grown right here where we stand. Right here, single estate. We are one of the uh, uh, only single Sonoma Valley Olive Hill Estate Sonoma Valley Cabernet producers. There's a lot of Napa, a lot of Sonoma, uh, a lot of Alexander Valley. Very few single Sonoma Valley Estate Cabernet producers. Like I said, we call it Olive Hill. We have a picture of the olive branch on the label because we have the largest and oldest Pichelin olive grove in California and only ones that make the uh, single variety Pichelin olive oil from 160-year-old trees. That's why we call it Olive Hill. And some people even tell us that there's an olive characteristic in the wine uh, from the olive trees that grow here. Grape vines, grape leaves are, are uh, very known for picking up aromas of things that they grow next to. And I believe this was the first BR Cone that uh, I ever had you brought to Rocky's mm-hmm. conference room. All, right. All of a sudden you show up and you've got like a little, uh, uh, a, a little container uh, and you unzip it, and you got all these bottles of wine, and you just start, you take it open, or you start breaking it open. We're, Rocky and I and a whole bunch of other people were meeting, and away you go. So, well, Rocky keeps a couple of cases in his office there in his uh, wine, wine cave thing. You yes, know? he does. And, and, uh, so we, uh, we, we go down there, and we uh, cut some cigars, fire them up, and, uh, and tear down some bottles quite often. No doubt. I'll say cheers to you, Dan. Wonderful aroma. Boy, it does have a unique aroma. 100% cab, two years, all new, French oak, year in the bottle, only 3,500 six-packs produced. Uh, I think you're going to be one short by the time I leave. Yes. This is really smooth. Yes. I mean, this is phenomenal. 50 suggested retail. Correct. Again, very approachable. It's a little hardier than the North Coast that's, that's $20, but still very, very smooth. And what's amazing is, this is aged. I mean, you don't have to put this for further aging. It is smooth already. Drink it now or drink it later. What gives it that, that drinkability? Uh, again, now, this is 2008, so this has already been aged for a long time. Mm-hmm. But what gives it the unique characteristics? Is it the grape? Is it the oak? Is it a combination it's of things? A combination of all of them, but it's also that soft Sonoma fruit. For 100% mm. Cabernet, to see that much oak... And to be, you know, aged that long and that well, to be that smooth right out of the bottle, that's what, like I said, we don't, we, I don't want you to drink a glass, Dave. I want you to drink the whole bottle. I, I noticed on, on my tours the last week, different vineyards and wineries, that some of their cabs weren't as approachable. And they were very tanniny, and they were a little bit too, I wouldn't say rich, but just a little bit uh, too bold. But I noticed that from the same vineyards, they would have a maritage, a blend. Now, in order to be called a Cabernet Sauvignon, it has to be 75, at least 75% Cab grapes. That's correct. And what many of them do is they'll have a Syrah, they'll have a Pinot Noir to balance it out. They can still call it a Cab, but 
that extra 20, 25% of other grapes balances it out. This is 100% cab. doesn't need any balancing 100% out. 100% cab, and that's what I told you. We, we blend different blocks of vineyard to get the complexity that people do by blending in different varietals. Absolutely magnificent. So only 3,500 cases of the BR Cone 2008 Sonoma Valley. Six packs, correct. Six packs, I'm sorry, six, yep, packs. six packs. And then next year you release the 2009. Yeah, actually we're beginning to uh, release the 2009 right now, which uh, actually I have an event over at the uh, CIA, uh, the, uh, the, the Culinary Institute of America on Thursday with the rollout of the 09 Olive Hill, which is probably the best Olive Hill that we have made in 20 years. Really, why is that? Um, it is the, the textbook growing season that we saw for that specific vintage is just, uh, and the winemaking style that went into it that year, it's just going to be one of those blockbusters. So what was it about the weather and what was it about the winemaking style? It was one of those where the, the, the lower winds, the least rainfall, the early bud break, the long fruit set, Perfect veration with the heat index getting up to what it got to, and then the perfect amount of bricks at sugar at harvest time. The perfect storm, if you will. Absolutely, absolutely. And so how was the 2010? 2010 is actually coming along very, very nicely. That, wa that wine is actually blended and bottled, and it was going to be sitting in the bottle for, through the 09 vintage. When do you actually drill in and take a little sample right from the barrels? At what points? We're going to go down there and do it right now. <laughs> oh, well, you are definitely going to do that. But, but when you do that, do you do that on a regular basis? Absolutely. Starting when? I'll, I'll, it, from probably the, the, from the time it gets in barrel to we, we, you stick the thief in there and you right. steep yourself out of glass and taste it so you can see how the wine is maturing. Excellent. Well, this is fantastic. The 2008 Sonoma Valley Cab, very smooth. I would say that goes great with steak, with stone crab. Goes, I think it goes great with everything. Pasta. Uh, any type of food I think would be... Listen, you could put a burger on the grill or some ribs. It'll go magnificently. Perfect combination. Now we're going to move into the 2008 Sonoma Valley Olive Hill Estates Cabernet Sauvignon Special Selection. What makes it special? Well, this was a wine that uh, we take the best two, sometimes three, blocks of vineyard and blend down the, the stuff that goes from the 17 blocks into the silver label, and then the stuff that is the best two, sometimes three blocks, comes the special selection. The first vintage of special selection was in uh, 95, and that's when we received, it was the highest rated Sonoma Valley Cabernet ever. It's the only Sonoma Valley cab ever to receive a perfect score, 100 rating, and the wine spectator on the barrel tasting. So this is... Uh, 100% cab, two years, French oak, year in the bottle, 400 cases. Produced. That's it, 400. 400, 400 cases. cases of 12 or six? Six. Six, mm -hmm. that's it. So very, very limited. Say cheers. Wonderful aroma on the nose. Mm. Wow. That goes down like silk. That is very smooth, no bitterness, no bite, uh, just... Very smooth, very refined. And this wine, as you know, was uh, the 07 was a 94-point wine spectator, which, you know, also shares with the uh, Cigar Aficionado magazine publication. The only thing that matters, it tastes great. That's right. And people That's love right. it, and they buy it. And Good. this is fantastic. So definitely a little bit, slightly more tanniny yep. than the 2008, mm -hmm. maybe because it's from the oak. 
but still very smooth, mm-hmm. no bite, mm-hmm. no lingering aftertaste, just a very, very pleasant balanced wine all the way. 75 suggested retail on that? That's correct. Sometimes 100. Sometimes 100. Yeah. Depends where you go, right. Right, right. So we've tried everything from, so far, lieutenants, we've tried the 2010 Carnero Chardonnay from San Giacomo Vineyard, which is a beautiful, crisp, summertime Chardonnay. We said the price on that was 30 Correct. $30. Mm-hmm. Then we went to the 2010 Russian River Valley Pinot Noir, mm-hmm. which was also very, very pleasant, very smooth, and the price on that about 40, $45. $45. Mm-hmm. Your bread and butter, the silver label BR Cone, for those that like cabs, and then we moved into the cabs, the North Coast Cab, that $20, which I think is probably the steal of the decade. No doubt about it, lieutenants. You want a wine, you're not sure what to get, you want a red, you want to serve it at dinner to your guests, the Silver Label BR Cone, 2010 North Coast, Cabernet Sauvignon, 20 bucks. I'm telling you, it is my five-star selection. You will not go wrong. We moved into the 2008 Sonoma Valley Olive Hill Estate Vineyards Cab. I thought it was very smooth, very, very pleasant, uh, very refined, 50 bucks. Then we moved to the Mac Daddy 2008 Cabernet from Olive Hill Estate, special selection, a little bit different aging, very balanced, a little more tanniny, but very silky on the way down, 75 bucks. Built to last. Built to last. So, Lieutenant, so far we've got those cabs. When we come back, our final and concluding segment, we've got the 2010 Sonoma Valley Zinfandel. Then we're going to go for the big, this is the Mac Daddy, the 96 Sonoma Valley Cabernet Special Selection. That's probably very limited. I pulled a special uh, library wine for you, Dave. So that's not really even available? Uh, not necessarily. It, de- it, it would depend. It would we, depend. Could, we could go in the cellar and pull some corks, but you came all this way, so I pulled some okay, special gotcha. for you. Okay, gotcha. You, you got to be a VIG, very important general. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and then we're going to try the port and talk a little bit about the olive oil. If you want to follow along, lieutenants, get more information, BR Cone. That's B-R-C-O-H-N dot com. Don't forget, lieutenants, download the free Cigar Dave mobile app for the podcasts, Cigar Dave daily briefings, Cigar Dave 24-7, 365 in the uh, iTunes store or the Android uh, and Google marketplace, and check out our new website, CigarDave.com. Lieutenants, sadly, the final and concluding segment of this edition of the Cigar Dave Show, this special edition from the B.R. Cone Winery on the Olive Hill Estates in the Sonoma Valley of the People's Republic of California, is next. Want to see pictures from B.R. Cohen Winery in Sonoma County? Like the General on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. You walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper, the Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit royalgoldcigars.com. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. 
In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar-making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Star Pleasure Paradise, The Cigar Dave Show. Well, it is sadly our final segment from the magnificent B.R. Cone Winery and Vineyards here on the Olive Hill Estate in Glen Ellen, California. We are about five miles north of Sonoma, right in the Sonoma Valley. And I am going to pour just a little bit of the next wine we'll sample, the 2010 Sonoma Valley Zinfandel. Before we enjoy that, I have to tell you I sampled the 96 B.R. Cone Special Selection Cabernet. Dan, smooth as butter going down. Just delicious, and that's really limited, almost not even available. So I thank you for allowing me the, uh, the very precious sip that you gave me. It was delicious. No problem, Dave. Now, we move into the Zinfandel. Everybody thinks Zinfandel, white Zin, it's going to be like water. It's not the case. This is a red. Mm -hmm. This is a wine we make about 1,000 cases of, 100% Zinfandel, 18 months in French oak. And how does the Zinfandel grape uh, differ, as we say, cheers? How does it differ from the Cabernet grape? It's kind of the same. It's a, it's, it's a dense cluster, but it's a large cluster and a larger grape. Oh, a little more peppery, a little more little personality peppery. on yeah. the palate. That's yeah. right. That's right. Mm-hmm. We don't, uh, you know, that we don't like the dark raisiny peppery finish. But yeah. A little bit of the white pepper. A little bit of the white. So pepper. a true zin is going to be bold. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks the cabs are bold, but the zin is almost as bold, if not bolder. Absolutely, and it's going to be. Uh, uh, that's our red zinfandel. Yep. The red zin, not no yep. white zinfandel here. No, nope. exactly. Nope. Do, do not be confused in any way, shape, or form. Now. We're going to go to one of my favorite type of spirits to go with a, a cigar, especially after dinner. You make a port. A 100% Cabernet port that we only make 200 cases of and sell it only here at the winery. Wow. Now, port is a fortified wine, so define that for us. That's correct. These, uh, this is a, 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 not a lot of... Uh, are 100% Cabernet. We're the only ones that make 100% Cabernet port, and it's uh, fortified with brandy. So it's a nice uh, 20% uh, alcohol. So you put brandy in there, and that's what fortifies Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Interesting. Well, let's say cheers. Cheers. Mm, smells wonderful on the nose. Candy in a glass. Um, 
can I get a tractor trailer full of this sent to Humidor 1A Absolutely. in the Cigar City? Absolutely. That is really good. I thought you might like that, Dave. Wow. Yeah. That's sweet. No, That's good. No question yeah. about it. It is a sweet port, uh, and that's from the 2009. So you take the wine and you fortify it with brandy. Correct. Correct. Do you age it further in the barrels? Absolutely. You do. And that yeah. uh, in the in sherry barrels? Yeah. Or? yeah. It's, uh, well, we can't make it uh, on site, so we, you can't mix the spirits with the wine. Because there's a spirit involved. That's right. Gotcha. Yeah. But it is still available. Suggested retail. Now, that's a, what, 375 milliliter? Yep, that's correct. Suggested retail for that? I uh, believe that's 40 bucks. Great, great value. And the Zinfandel, I forgot to ask you, what's the uh, suggested that's, retail? Uh, that's uh, like the San Giacomo Chardonnay, 30 bucks. $30. Yes, sir. Can't go wrong. So really, you have everything from $20 to $75, $100. Absolutely. And there's something for everybody. And so you have one white, which is the Chardonnay, which is delightful, and everything else is in the red category. And I, and I tell everybody, go to brcone.com, B-R-C-O-H-N.com, and you'll really get a, a, a nice uh, opportunity to see all of their different wines. Yeah, go to brcone.com. There's a, a, a plethora of other wines that we make that we sell just here at the winery. All right, now we have all these olive trees on the Olive Hill Estates, obviously named Olive Hill for a reason, and we've got your... Picholine. That's correct. Picholine, extra virgin olive oil. What is Picholine? Picholine is the uh, type of olive, and there's over 700 different varietals of olives. This is the uh, Picholine olive. They were planted by Spanish missionaries in the 1800s. I also, uh, we have a little bit of our 15-year uh, imported uh, balsamic vinegar. I ah, brought okay. It for you as well. So, and this is a golden yellow. I mean, really golden hue. That's correct. Yeah, we go for. Uh, you can see there's a, there's a flavor profile that we go for in the olive oils, just like wine. Some of them you'll taste them; they're very fatty on the tongue. Some right. you will taste are have a real pepper finish. Some you will taste um, really grassy. So we have a flavor profile. We like to see a little grassy, a little appley, then a little butter, mm. and then just a little bit of pepper in the finish. Smooth. This, this is what would be your finishing oil. Wow. A lot of olive oils you cook with a different. You olive don't cook oil. with this. They don't cook with this. This is what goes on the meal after it's prepared. But you do make a California extra virgin olive oil, and that is grown here as well. We do. That's a hundred percent California extra virgin olive oil, certified through the California Olive Oil Council. Fantastic. Well, Dan, it has been a delightful two hours, and I know we've spent the morning together, and we're going to spend the afternoon together smoking some great cigars, sampling some more special blends, and we're working on a special Cigar Day five-star blend from B.R. Cohn, which I'm very excited about. And uh, it's been fascinating, and I appreciate the great hospitality today. Appreciate you, Dave. Always great to see you, dear friend. Yes, sir, and we'll see you back in the uh, sunshine and cigar state of Florida since you're now bi-coastal. Absolutely. All right, lieutenants, if you want more information on their wines, B.R. Cohn, that's B-R-C-O-H-N dot com. Dan Cohn, the president and CEO, has been our, our host and our guest for the last two hours. Lieutenants, I have had a magnificent time here in wine country. It has been delightful. Cigar Dave, the general, saying, Mayor Humidor, always be full. Mayor Cutter, always be sharp. Mayor Ashby, extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. And I will tell you one more time for a final cheers from the B.R. Cohn Winery on the Olive Hill Estate Vineyards in Glen Ellen, California, in Sonoma Valley, California. What a delight. If you have the chance, come out, enjoy wine, enjoy cigars, just in general, enjoy yourself. <laughs>